Hey, about last night, podcast fans, what up? Hey, can we talk for a second? Can we talk money? (laughs) Let's talk money. Truth is, sometimes honest, hardworking folks need a little bit extra, okay? And some banks don't always make it fast or easy, but I'll tell you who does. Avant! Finally, there's a company who gets it. Avant, A-V-A-N-T. Guess what? They provide access to personal loans from $1,000 to $35,000 without ever stepping foot in a branch. All you got to do is simply go to avantoffer.com and check your competitive rate, okay? Checking your rate is risk-free. There's no risk. Is there a risk? No, man, it's risk-free with no effect on your FICO score, all right? Complete your application in minutes, and the funds could be in your account as soon as tomorrow. See how easy and convenient borrowing is through avantoffer.com. Avant will give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after you make your first payment on time. Who else does that? Nobody? That's right. For this offer and to check your rate risk-free, go to avantoffer.com and enter promo code last night. That's A-V-A-N-T offer.com, promo code last night. Avantoffer.com, promo code last night. Loans made by WebBank. Funds are generally deposited via ACH for delivery next business day if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. FICO is a registered trademark of Fair Isaac Corporation. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. It's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, your Android, or whatever phone device, aboutlastnightpodcast.com. We appreciate the love and support. And all your five-star ratings. Oh, man, your sexy-ass comments on the, on the iTunes page. We, uh, we appreciate it more than you guys know. And are very thankful uh, that you guys take the time to do it. And, you know, the, the thanking is, is well-timed as we are approaching Thanksgiving. A few days away, baby. Uh, hope you guys are doing something fun. Hope you're spending it with, with somebody you care about, uh, with some people that you uh, love and enjoy to be around. And you know what? Fuck it, man. Even if you're not... Uh, just take a minute to step back and be thankful for something and uh, and recognize something that, that makes you happy in your life. I think that's what Thanksgiving's for, you know? Uh, hopefully it's this podcast, you know? It's, I know I'm thankful that I have it in my life. I know I'm thankful that Bradley has come into my life, A, because it was on my bucket list to be best friends with a dwarf at some point. So check numbers 12 and 62 on my bucket list. Um, but, you know, this has been something that's uh, brought me a lot of joy and a lot of learning and a lot of uh, fun, uh, for lack of a better word. So I'm very thankful for this. I'm going to be in San Francisco for Thanksgiving doing shows at the Punchline November 25th, 27th, and 28th. Uh, Get your tickets at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Can't wait for those shows. Uh, But on Thanksgiving, I I got nowhere to go. I'm by myself, and this is the first time ever that I've been in this position, and it's kind of exciting. Um, I've got a few offers on the table. Uh, which is fun, some buddies, but I'm kind of enjoying deciding that, you know, obviously I'm not going to stay in my room and and be lonely and depressing on Thanksgiving because I just shouldn't do that and get room service and, you know, watch Elf a month before it's appropriate. But even though that does sound nice, but, you know, I'm I'm by myself a lot anyway uh, when you're on the road. So I think uh, I got to take advantage of of doing a new experience. And I I got some offers from some buddies of mine I haven't seen in a long time. And I think being with their families is... um, it could be really fun and exciting and could be some great stories, you know. I, I've, I've had a pretty small family growing up and, and never uh, was fortunate to have, you know, a weird uncle that, you know, made weird wedding, you know, Thanksgiving toasts like, uh, you know, uh, damn, I'm thankful this year for uh, 
you know, uh, 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 Heineken and girls who let me uh, fuck them on their period. You know, like every night, you know, every family's got a <laughs> kind of weird, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Every family's got a member that is a little crass and will, you know, shit, I'll probably be that guy at some point. And my nieces, that'll be, that'll be the year my nieces cut me out of their life. Knock on wood, that doesn't ever happen. Uh, I love them way too much. Um, but anyway, hope you're hope you're doing something fun and spending it with some people you love. Uh, Thanksgiving is uh, just around the corner, and uh, and it's great. Speaking of being thankful, today's episode I could not be more thankful to be releasing because we didn't know if we were gonna get uh, gonna get to. And uh, today's episode features a buddy of mine who I met at USC. Um, and uh, well, after college, we both went to USC. Both were in the same fraternity. Uh, are both Jewish? Both started stand up. You know, uh, at the end of college. Um, started doing, you know, viral videos to kind of uh, keep ourselves busy and get our name out there. A, a lot of similar traits and uh, and stories of just how we have made our uh, our comedy journey. And uh, and then he got plucked to be the newest cast member of Saturday Night Live. And we did this podcast two hours after he found out and they announced it. So not only is this just an incredibly exciting uh, hour and a half interview uh, it's just I mean you know hours after so it's like the energy you'll, you'll hear it in his voice and in our voices how genuinely pumped we are for him and that guy is John Rudnitsky that's right baby John Rudnitsky I'm sure you've seen him on the show he's crushing it and uh, he is the newest cast member on SNL and he came to the podcast to tell us the story of how it happened uh, his audition process, you know, how it's been a dream gig of his his whole life. Uh, you know, hearing these stories of how people get on the show uh, are really incredible. Um, and John's is no different. The, the, this business, you can control, you can control not a lot. You can control what you do professionally and creatively and how much work you put into this. But you can't control a lot outside of that. There's a lot of timing and luck that's involved. And, you know, as you'll hear in John's story, that was a, very much a part of this, this journey. And, uh, you know, going to the Montreal Comedy Festival, choosing a bit, by the way, to do for his audition. Um, uh, I'm sorry, his Montreal Comedy Festival audition that put him in a that He took a risk by doing a bit that you'll hear, a, a, a giant risk, did this bit, got uh, uh, into the Montreal Comedy Festival, gets recognized by all these people he crushes. A lot of people now are talking about him, you know, blah, blah, blah. He just, anyway, you'll hear it from John. It's an unbelievable story. It just goes to show you, you never know, man. Um, you know, it, this was not surprising to me because I know how ta talented John is. But, you know, he's 25 and in a great position of just being so eager and having so much youthful energy and and still finding his voice but having done so much groundwork already stand-up wise and sketch wise and he's a great fit on the show and and you know it just goes to show you that Lauren Michaels does know what the fuck he's doing because he uh, picked up our boy John and I can't wait for you guys to hear this episode and how great this story is uh, f follow John watch him on Saturday Night Live every Saturday obviously uh, follow John on Twitter at John Rudnitsky R-U-D-N-I-T-S-K-Y follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad and go see Brad Williams 
this weekend in Burbank, California at Flappers Comedy Club. Wish I could be there with him. Usually am, but uh, Brad will be doing this one solo. Headlining Flappers in Burbank, California, November 27th and 28th. Get your tickets at flapperscomedyclub.com. And then go see Brad in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, December 3rd through the 5th at Laughing Gas Comedy Club. Flappers and Laughing Gas, two of the most stereotypical comedy club names in the history of the world but they're great brad's gonna be there crushing it go see him uh burbank flappers november 27th to 28th and the laughing gas comedy club in winston-salem north carolina december 3rd through the 5th i will be as i mentioned in san fran at the punchline uh wednesday through saturday no show thursday for turkey day but we got a show wednesday night to Friday to Saturday at the Punchline in San Francisco. Get your tickets at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Come see me. Uh, I haven't been there in a while. I got a, a shit ton of new material and a lot of fun stuff I'm working on, so uh, please come out and see me and let's party in San Fran, okay? Let's do it up. And tomorrow I will be headlining the uh, Irvine Improv Comedy Do Show, 8 p.m. Irvine, California. Come out and see me then. Uh, I've got a free guest list. If you want some tickets, hit me up um, on Twitter or Facebook. And of course, follow our ALN podcast Twitter handle. Just got that going at ALN Podcast on Twitter for all ALN news updates, uh, clips, videos. We're going to be posting all the video from the live podcast next week. Very pumped about that. Um, so, so be on the lookout for that stuff. And uh, as well as new merch. Hats coming. ALN hats are coming to estoymerchandise.com. E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com. If you don't have shirts, go, go get them. Go get the shirts. Get the mugs. Come on, it's the holidays. These, you know, this shit's not, not pricey and it's fun. The Roni and the Quave shirts. I don't know if you've seen them. Let's go to the site and check them out, man. They're super fun. Santino's coming back on the podcast to plug his uh, his new special and, and comedy CD. Um, so get a Roni and the Quave shirt just in time for his return to the podcast. Uh, the hats are coming soon. So go to astoymerchandise.com to get your merch just in time for the holidays, baby. Um, I think that's it. Now that we got the, uh, the merch info out of the way, those are the Twitter handles. Those are the tour dates. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with our buddy, the newest member of Saturday Night Live, it's John Rudnitsky. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. It's about last night. Hey, whenever I listen, you can do whatever you want now. I yeah. Do whatever I want. Wow, look at you. Came out of the bathroom with hair product. You've changed already. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I... you came. You went into someone's bathroom and came out with gelled spiked hair. Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. dude. Hollywood Rudnitsky. Here, go uh, flip it around and then turn that switch on. Uh, I'm a big believer that when you go into somebody's uh, somebody else's bathroom, it's uh, you it's, know, it's game it's, on. It's game yeah. on. If yeah. it's there, and it's just sitting I'm using there. deodorant. I'm popping birth control. Whatever's in there. I'm, Jesus. Is that why it's missing? Where's my plan B? Where's my plan B and my vitamin C? I know. Whatever you got. I mean, I I'm mean, gonna raid your cabinet. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I've popped a few uh, Adam Ray vitamin gummies. That yeah, I got a lot of them. That that's all there. you got. That's, that's the most exciting <laughs> shit you got in there. Well, you got great hair, Joe. Well, you got great hair. Thanks, buddy. Hey, no problem. You're uh, you're not the first person to compliment my hair on this podcast. No, that's just because my mom was on the podcast two days ago. <laughs> uh, 
Um, we're blessed with a quaff, with that Jew quaff. Yeah, we are. It is. A, wait, that wait. What's a Jew quaff? That's just kind of. <laughs> Should we let him in on the secret? <laughs> hey, there's fucking Moyle over here. Wait, Moyle is that even the word? No. Yeah, Moyle. Yeah, the Moyle is the guy who snips you. Oh, 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 oh! That's what a Moyle is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. snips. What did you think it was? The guy that's not Jewish. Now I'm fucking cutting oh, Gentile. penises. Gentile. A Gentile. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't want a Gentile Moyle. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Good night, uh, everybody. Uh, that's <laughs> just so a, that's just a Jared from Subway. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> nice too, not there. soon enough. Too soon? Oh, not soon enough. <laughs> okay. There we go. This is. The craziest day of your life. The craziest day of my life. Right? It's not too often. Because I'm doing this podcast. Obviously. Uh, first of all, yeah. You know what's crazy about this too is that literally, I think it was like a week ago. Yeah. And uh, and it already had been brewing in my head because just the amount of funny interactions and conversations that we have, and then I'm like, oh man, like, and then I heard you on a podcast. Yeah. But you know, I just. Um, uh, I was honored that you called me after that too. Yeah, and I was like, it was great. I go, hey man, I. Just, I heard you were great on the podcast, uh, on our friend Kelsey Cook's podcast, and I go, I, you should come on, because you were just great. You were very entertaining. It was, it was a high compliment. I've been waiting for you to ask me for a long time. <laughs> um, you know what I was also kind of secretly waiting for was for me to get to the point, which I, hopefully will happen this year, where I could bring somebody on, like, a lot of my tour dates. And I right. wanted you and I to, like, build up a handful of road dates of stories and shit and yeah. then come on because right. we've had like some fun travel you know and uh nights out but i wanted like a collect i wanted like two or three solid weekends of of some craziness maybe we could do that this summer obviously so i would love that adam's gonna open for you this summer well <laughs> that's the thing i mean that's what we were just talking Absolutely about too not. i was like oh yeah yeah no this i don't want that everyone's like you're gonna headline now and i'm like no i yeah. love featuring it's the yeah. coziest spot <laughs> it's, it's i'm it's not a headliner for sure yet. and also continue. I, I can't do 45 it's that i like you're bringing up a great point by the way <laughs> yeah. that how quickly everyone's just like dude so what's the movie you're gonna yeah, do yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. it's right. just like the proportions I'm have like, been blown so you're banging Emily Ratajkowski right now? Well, I I wonder, you know, I could I could pull something Sorry. off, right? Hey man, do I have a publicist now? Do I have a publicist that's now? That up? Dude, three episodes. Who knows, man? Like it's you're just exposed now to the amount of exposure now weekly will. There's gonna be people that are gonna be hitting you up that you never even dreamed of, and the fact that you like Taron Killam called me today. That was pretty cool. Awesome. And I and I brought you, you up. I brought Did up you? you guys. Yeah. Oh. What do you say? He's, he was like, oh, I love, he's like, love those who? guys. He's like, who? I love those guys. You go to the Heat? He goes, nah. Uh, the Al Pacino movie? No, no. The one you were in with Adam. Adam. You did his podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, no, no, I didn't. Uh, you, just did, you just did Montreal with Brad? Uh, not familiar. Uh, yeah. about. Brad Will? will yeah. Brad what does will he look like? Williams? Yeah. <laughs> what does he look like? Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, but and for those of you who haven't uh, read the show description uh, or uh, read anything in the in the trades, as they're called, nice. Uh, we are talking to the newest member of Saturday Night Live, Thank John Rudnitsky. That's so weird. I want to ask. That's so fucking. You're weird. a cast member of Saturday Night Live. That's so weird. John, what the fuck? <laughs> literally, you fe- like. Let's also preface for the. Uh, uh, the, the listeners, you literally found out how many hours ago? Uh, I found out on Friday, okay. to be honest. And were, um, and were you just not allowed to tell anyone? Yeah. And God. I thought... I thought they, they said they were going to announce after Labor Day, so then yeah. I'm like, that's a long time to wait. Right. You and then, it, and then you... once I found out it was, t- you know, this morning, then I called Adam last night, but he didn't pick up. <sighs> Dude, I know. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want Adam, you know, I don't want you to read Find it. Out, I know. I, I appreciate I want to be the one to tell you, but uh, I wanted to wait a little bit because people tell 
like who are yeah. who are like when they say don't tell anyone, you, like you told like your family, right? Yeah. Like, so like, I told, told my mom. mom, and then I told my brother, and then yeah. my then <laughs> a sea of people are texting me. You right. just said you got like so, five hundred texts today. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just mean on Friday. Uh, Alone when I told my brother I told a couple friends Suddenly They told everybody Yeah my Every Jew in New York Yeah My mom's <laughs> bikini waxers Texting me I'm like you know uh, I told you not to tell anybody it's With like, like a discount it's, coupon It's just Ira You know It's just what? It's just Ira That's, that's her bikini waxers name uh, uh, the, the fact that you know that Is kind of frightening your, uh, your mom is the sweetest Most supportive yeah. woman Of your career uh, Incredible And so I can't even imagine Because when I Found out this morning And I told you this man I like got legitimately like choked up yeah and uh because uh, it's just you know i'm just very proud of you thank i'm you. very happy for thank you thank you i mean adam is you know adam's right? been my mentor since uh you know since uh you came to do stand-up at school and yeah similar paths well we both were in the bfa at usc yeah at acting okay school and then both that's, studied abroad in that's London. the that's the jewish frat right the Jew frat or okay. no, the Jew frat? Well, no, the BFA acting school. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the acting that's school. That's the acting school. Damn it! The Jewish frat. Were you trying to make a joke? No, I was generally curious. Boy, do you know anything about Judaism? <laughs> no, you guys have that one holiday right around Christmas, With right? the Moyles it's called, the it's called It's called a... a Snip your penis uh, day. It's, it's called sales. Sales. Oh, Whoa. Uh, that was a joke. Jesus see what I did? Yeah. All right. All right, I'm going to see myself never, out. You guys... Uh, no, no, you guys... Never bro- do a country club no, in New Jersey. No. You will bomb. You guys bro out for... For a second, Cunt. you guys do your thing. All right. Circle jerk. Bye, Brad. Bye, Brad. Um, Shalom. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? You just cuss me out? Don't let the, don't let the doggy door hit you on the way out. <laughs> Get fit. Uh, wait, uh, country club in Jersey? Is that just? Is that might be the most heavily populated Jewish area? Lots of Jews. Well, then there's there's always one non-Jewish one, and it's like. You, it's it's essentially the anti-Semitic country club. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. people stay out. Wow. Oh An- God. Anti-Semitic country club. That that sounds like the worst band name ever. Yeah, or the greatest. <laughs> or the greatest, depending on where you were raised. Depending. I mean, if you got three They're guys. They're actually a ska band. Oh wow. Yeah. Who knew? They yeah. opened for Save Ferris. Uh-huh. <laughs> Drink two if you're playing at home anytime Save Ferris. Actually, is they're up. the uh, musical guest on SNL first episode. So. Are they really? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I would have believed it. I'm assuming Miley's gonna host and do music. That's a great thing to assume. You're okay. Uh, so, but anyway, so so when we met at USC, it was. Um, uh, on the Scomedy Show, right? Yeah, yeah. My buddy Jack Michaelman ran the Jack show Michaelman. at SC at mm-hmm. a bar on campus. You've yeah. done it many I've times. Done it. Yeah. it used to be Traddy's, which was an old school, right. grungy, great bar. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. they fixed it up, and, and Jack put on this great show. And and then we immediately he found... He pushed me to do stand-up. Yeah. I really was like, I did stand-up in high school. I would do open mics mm-hmm. in New York. My mom, again, going back to the most supportive <laughs> person, would drive me in from Jersey, like listen to me talk about my erections, and then drive me home. Like you and your mom year. are very close. Yeah. And your mom drove you to open mics? Yeah, she would drive you to open mics. That's incredible. And she would just, you know, oh my, you know, she gets so, so proud and just being there. Yeah, just want, really wanted, oh, you know. So, awesome. so what point did, did, were you even, I mean, we'll get into all this, but like the comedy influences or like, it was from the get-go, she w- you were just like, oh, I want to do something in comedy and she's like, okay, well, however, I need we to help. We went to a stand-up show at the comic strip and then we got like a, we asked afterward, do you have any info? I was 16. Do you have any info on open mics? Mm-hmm. And we we got the whatever it was, the pamphlet when the open mics were. And I, and I would come and I would do them probably once a month. And I would pack it out with my friends and family. And then I would Which think, they loved. And then yeah. I would think, oh, my God. 
I'm a comedian, you know. <laughs> I crush, uh, you know, this and that. In and front then of family and friends. Yeah, in front yeah. of family and friends once a month. You right. write 10 new minutes. And then you come out to L.A. and, you know, and then I was at SC for one. I didn't do stand-up for a bit. And then Jack started this show. And then the Laugh Bowl happened, which is this USC versus UCLA yep. competition. Yeah. You hosted it yeah. at the yeah. Laugh Factory. Yeah. And so we got to, and so then it was, and we'd already met previously. So then yeah. it was, yeah, and you were great. Yeah, and then we had like Bobby Lee and Brent uh, Morin were judged. The, were the judge. My current agent was the judge. Yeah, Ari. And, you had. Um, you know what was great about that too is is that you. Um because you had done stand-up maybe, what, a handful of times at that point? Well, yeah, I guess a bunch I mean, in high school. And, and, then, yeah. and then, yeah, and then it had been a little bit. Yeah. A bunch in high school, but where... Okay, so that's when you were doing the open mics. Yeah. How many, though? Not a, you, not a, not a lot. Yeah. I mean, 20, 30? Pr- uh, yeah, and then, I would say And then coming to L.A., and you just would do the show at SC... Once a you month. weren't leaving to go do open mics no. in L.A., and no. would that be... You were a big influence, because you were like, you know... Doing comedy is doing it, co- comedy every single night, you know. And when really I tell you this, it. after the Laugh Bowl? Yeah, I think because uh, then you get something and then... Yeah, because you won and then you started to get some spots at the factory. And I think I was like, don't just... And I'd see you do that and then like, and then a couple like months later get a show at the store. And they were just these like good shows bringer, you were on. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they were good shows, sometimes they were bringer shows. Right. Mm-hmm. But either way, I wasn't really learning what it was like to fail, which is how you get better at comedy. Yeah, right. Doing really shitty Cause, shows. Because yeah. you have to suck a few times. You have to suck. And then I actually figure remember. it out. Because you well, won that lap. I remember everybody. a conversation you and I had at Traddy's. Really? Yeah. I said to we, you, I go... I said quit, right? I said, I said, <laughs> I said, you know, normally I, I was told comedians aren't that nice, you know, yeah. uh, to younger guys, but you're very nice. And you said, uh, well, that's because you're not good yet. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pat myself on the back yeah. for that one. That's that's once, you're start, once you're good, everyone's going to hate you. <laughs> so, oh, can you imagine the hate you're going to get now? <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm like nervous about what people are saying. No, um, d- well, Johnny, d- don't be because Who and, cares? And this is why you saw the flurry of uh, Facebook. I mean, that's going to make you feel good. Uh, the it's amount of people nice. and, and dude, you conduct yourself um, well in public. You're very you're nice to everybody. No. That's why you, that's why there's this crazy amount of support of people posting shit because right. everyone's genuinely pumped for you. A, because right. you've, you've in the last year like just uh, you know cemented yourself around more and, yeah. and been around clubs and I mean I see you around all the time now and, and that was one of the things too that I was just really impressed about as soon as we had an early conversation where I was like man you once you decide that you want to do it because you were kind of in and out and doing shows a little bit I was like if yeah. you really want to do it man you just got to be hanging around more and, and doing some of these mics and yeah. you just meet so many people and then, dude, I mean, I would see you, if I had three spots in a night, I'd see you at all those spots. Right. And maybe you'd have a, a spot on one of those shows, but then you'd just be at the clubs hanging. Loitering. And now when I see you, loitering, but then, like, now every person you almost see, you know now. And that's, A, that makes you comfortable to be around these clubs and to feel like you're a part of it. But then you get spots and more opportunities from that. Right. And, uh, it's and not so, something I considered. It's a really important totally. part of the game. Is, and is it's intimidating being around even, and, uh, just being around. And, yeah, and it is intimidating. You feel like the new kid in the cafeteria at the comedy store for the first couple weeks. Sure. Right? And everyone seems like, you know, the coldest person. Then you realize, you just, it's weird how you assume everyone's a dick unless you, until you meet them. And then, you crazy? Realize, right. and then you realize most people actually aren't, aren't mean. And a no. lot of times the most successful people are the nicest. Yeah, they're just like, yeah. they, there's a reason. Yeah. But you, yeah. Yeah. Right. people are so intimidated to impro- approach them. Right. So, uh, but so then the amount of people that have just been posting, I mean, it's, it's a lot of comedians in L.A. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then friends and family back 
Back East. East. I saw a lot Jersey. of Jewish names on Facebook. So, so many Jewish names. So many Jewish names. <laughs> Hurwitzes, Rosenbaums. Yeah. Lots uh, of Bergs. Yeah. <laughs> How um, my my, uh, my high school girlfriend's mom texted me. I, I, mean, I haven't say. even been able to like scroll through some of these. It's just my cousin's calling out. It's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Just what, nonstop. This is. Uh, I mean, you found out Friday, but it was announced a few hours ago. We're recording this literally like uh, three hours maybe prior yeah. from it being announced. Yeah. So the fact that you're here. A, we really uh, appreciate. Yeah, because um, this is your first podcast. We, we we hope, unless you, like, stopped by and did Marin, like, well, an hour before <laughs> this. What's great about this, too, and I think yeah, yeah. selfishly, like, uh, you know, uh, to have an audio recording of how, where you are right now before you go is pretty cool. This is so cool. This to, is so cool. To and this is and the boy place I'd want to be. This is the podcast I'd uh, want to do. Yeah. I wanted to, you know. Yeah, yeah, sweetheart, I'm a Johnny fan. Boy. I'm a yeah, fan. Sweetheart. Oh, yeah, fan. Um, what, what, what fans are you? Uh, what, what's, <laughs> who's the craziest person to come out of the woodwork and, and hit you with a text or something? Something yet, and it'll probably Kevin get Spacey texted me today. You're lying to us. He no, knows no, Kevin no. Spacey. I do because we did that because uh, he saw the House of Cards video. John, first of all, if you don't know, John um, started to also create a name for himself by doing great um, yeah. YouTube videos, and that's yeah. another reason we bonded. And then we made videos together. Yeah. We really yeah. have had the only thing you have not done that I did was play Wolverine at Universal Studios. <laughs> other than that, there's hey, you know very similar. Very, John, very similar. There's, yeah. sti- there, there's yeah. still time. I I, yeah. I I feel if you audition within the next within the next few months, you you, you, you probably pull off Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I think can, I could. I could get I, you an audition. If I, that's, I actually couldn't. I think you are, you're a, the man version of me. You're like, if I were a guy, yeah. I'd look like you. <laughs> if I were a man. That sounds like the beginning of a Frank Sinatra song. <laughs> yeah. if, if I, I were, were a guy, guy, I'd look like you. Um, oh, uh, just like you. But Ke- so Kevin Spacey calls you, texts you? Well, John did just this House of Cards. Tell yeah. him about yeah. yeah, so you did a House of Cards parody. I did a House of Cards, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, parody, and then I was catering at an event. Mm-hmm. That he was at, and I kind of went up to him with a tray of, uh, you know, shrimp cocktail. Uh, sounds dirtier than it, than this. <laughs> no, no, yeah. sounds very dirty, but that's what happened. Slow, and uh, what, slow, what did slow he say? Down, slow and, down. And I was like, uh, I was like, excuse me, uh, Mr. Spacey, but I, I did a parody of House of Cards. I'm not sure if you saw it. And he goes, I did see that. We'll be in touch. And then poof, vanishes like Kaiser Soze. We exchange <laughs> no info with each other. The next day, I get a text from his assistant, Kevin Spacey, uh, would like to, you know, uh, invite you to the Netflix Emmys after party. <laughs> and what? I met, and I met the whole cast, and uh, I was his guest. It was pretty wild. That's and, and partied insane. With him. Partied with him, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and we kept in touch. He came to see me do uh, stand up, stand up at the West Side Comedy Theater. So to have Kevin Spacey uh, escorted the... through the McDonald's uh, alleyway <laughs> to come watch me do uh, a couple of uh, you know jokes, and that's funny. that's so dope because that's the a the power of these fucking videos. And um, yeah. yeah, but you started hey, doing... if, that, if, if 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 that's Lauren, you could take it. Is that just, just vibrate? I'm gonna put it on. The well, also, it's yeah, fine, if, dude, you, it's, if you need to. It's, 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 no, 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 no. Right. I, I don't even know where to begin with that thing. Yeah, I'll tell you like, the whole story too. I definitely want to tell you the whole. Well, I want to get into the whole story yeah, in just a second. Yeah, yeah. So, but okay. So after after you graduate from uh, SC, uh, and then you're like, all right, now I'm gonna start making stand up a full time thing. You, but you, did you have day jobs? I mean, what were you? Uh, you know, I've been a little fortunate. I would do. I. I I got some help from the family, but it's I, good. Mm-hmm. yeah. But you did. Nice. But you, I did. I catered. I got fired. 
I met I met Kevin Spacey, so I feel like I did the best I could yeah. at that job. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, you, didn't you drive? Um, I drove for Lyft a bit, right. yeah, but I was a terrible Lyft driver. I Why? hooked up with a couple passengers. <laughs> I did drugs with passengers. <laughs> I was terrible. I mean, I don't know if you're allowed to be saying this. <laughs> no, yeah. You I mean, can. no, he talked about doing drugs with passengers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, well, never actually did it. <laughs> now, but see, Don't kill us, Lord. Stupid. Now, what is the line? Jesus. Now, when you're, when you're dropping somebody off, what is the thing? I mean, it's just like, so this is where you live, huh? Check. Like, no, I wasn't like a creep. Here's like, I, 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 one girl was just, um, we, uh, you're talking. You're, 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 you're what happened is it's her and a couple friends, and I picked mm-hmm. them up uh, in Santa Monica. I drive them to West Hollywood, and they all get out. And one girl, uh, and this girl, she goes, uh, I'm gonna stay. And I'm like, all right. And then she goes, When do you get off work? And the thing about Lyft drivers is, Anytime Whenever you, want. you want, yes. I was like, I'm off right now. Yeah. She's like, great. So we we went we we went on a night on the town, drinking, which is great when you're a driver to be drinking, yeah. and uh, that's your job. <laughs> and uh, we were just popping from bar to bar. And Nick Swartzton bought us shots at one point. We weren't even at a comedy club. We were at the Belmont or yeah. one of those. And he bought us shots. And then we get back to my car. We're we're hooking up and. I tried fooling around with her more, and she goes, I'm not that kind of girl. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, I picked you up with a pink mustache in front of my car two and a half hours ago. You're exactly that kind of girl. What, what, That's what the girl about, you are. What about this situation says you're not that kind <laughs> right, of girl? Right, right. You can explain it to me. Great. I'm all ears. But. Now, did it, now, because it didn't end the way you had anticipated, did it end with food? Because I know that has been a, uh, a conversation we've discussed where oh, yeah. sometimes I'm like, John, how'd it go with the girl last night? And you're like, I had a couple quesadillas. Or you say, I made it in a fridge. What what happened was a well, tub Brent, of guacamole. <laughs> well, that's another story because Brent Morin and I opened up for Brent at Emory, yeah. and we had like a college night yeah. out. We yeah. pre-gamed at ZBT, and then we did the show, and then we went to a college bar, went went to back with two girls to their sorority house. He walks in one door, I walk in the other. Uh, <laughs> Which, the second we close the door, yeah. uh, the girl goes, "We're not going to have sex," and I just said. You got any food? <laughs> I mean, like, well, I, uh, what else are we going to do? I'm not yeah, going to exactly. force myself on you. No, no, exactly. You, you can't do that. But I will force myself on a bag of ruffles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got that. I'll fucking anyway, tear that shit ruffles. up. Ruffles. Yeah. Um, so you ended up. If you can't fuck. <laughs> that, that, is, that is Ruffles' brand new slogan. If, <laughs> if you can't fuck, fuck. Ruffles. Ruffles. And just the sound of the bag open. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes, I probably had, like, a tub of guac. And then I left the room, and then, uh, and then I see Brent, and Brent's you know like zipping up his fly. I'm like, "How was your night?" And he's like, "You have sex?" He's like, "Yeah." How about you? I'm like, no, I ate some guacamole. <laughs> and then uh, he was like, "All right, well, I gotta go." Hops in a car, and yeah. and he's he, Adam Devine and him were doing. You, you might have been there in Vegas. He took a like a private jet to Vegas right, to right, see to Taylor do. Swift. Yeah, and I was just like sitting in the middle of the street. Insane. Guess what? With, Guacamole with, with face. Guac stains all over my shirt. <laughs> like, yeah, this God. is the road. Huh? Yeah, that <laughs> sa- <laughs> sounds like the end of a Vertical Horizon video. Yeah. <laughs> just did. Hey, but guess what, John? Now you're going to be a Saturday Night Live cast member, yeah, dude. Now you're going to be Taylor Swift. You're, yeah. I hope that girl wants to <laughs> call me back now. Isn't that crazy? You know that there are people like that that you've met along the way where they've... 
not giving you the time of day or or giving you the time of day and been a dick about it and sure. will now give you the flip side of that People who you ask to do their podcast, but they never let you do their podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who are these assholes? <laughs> That's going to happen all the time. I'll, I, 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 I will fight them for you, John. I will fight them um, aggressively. Um, all right. Well, we- no, you're absolutely right. I, I, I'm so curious to go through these uh, these texts. But the truth is I'm... I'm I kind of, I kind of like it, you know. Yeah. Like, and you're, you're super, course. you're very level-headed, as as young as you still are. And um, I mean, this is a, I mean, it's like Montreal was. I'd say you just got the new faces thing, right? Yeah. And so that was, I'd say, what the first, you know, having videos go viral is dope, and uh, be on good shows and winning Laugh Bowl. But like the Montreal thing was the first, like, oh, cool, like the the business gave me a, a record, right, right, like validate, totally. So. Yeah, to have to go from that to now this, like that's a big jump. That's like by the way, it happened like a in kid, a month. That's like a kid oh taking God. a sip of whiskey yeah. and then being like, "All right, I'm ready for heroin." Like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what it, it happened feels in a like. month. Yeah, it all. Uh, yeah, that's insane. Um, Were you a fan of SNL growing up? This has been my dream. This was it. I, fuck, whenever dude? anybody oh. asked me, "What do you want to do?" I always said SNL is the dream. It's crazy. I mean, you and I, have, I feel like I've talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we have. We grew up on I'm asking for the Sandler, sake of the podcast. Sandler, yeah. right, Sandler and Farley and those so, guys. Yeah, and you grew up with the bad Phil boys. Hartman and, I mean, it, and now you're going to so be wa- you're going to be walking through those same world. halls. You're 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 going to be sitting in the same rooms. You're going to be listening to Lorne on a on a Monday meeting. You're going to be talking about the you're sketches gonna, you're every day week. I mean, it, it's um, it's really, I don't know when it will sink in. Like, even walking around. When it I just went, hasn't. I just, it, 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 I keep waiting for this emotional breakdown, but I feel like it's just. Oh, it'll happen. It's too much to process. <laughs> oh, when you hear your name called, I've heard too from many people. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's, like, when I was talking. I'm sad it's not Don Pardo. Sure. Of course, dude. Daryl Hammond's great. Yes. He's I'm great. very excited to and, he's going to say I mean, and, and he has to replace a guy that, that like, that's all the show has ever known is Don Butler going, Saturday Night Live. Right, right, right. right. But th- and he could definitely do that. He just yeah. chooses not to. It's still to. an impression yeah. of it. Yeah, I think. What uh, if you turned it down because it wasn't Don Pardo? <laughs> they asked you, I, It's in my rider. I only, thanks, but no thanks. I only use Pardo. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think it would be great because every stand-up show my entire life, has been how do you pronounce it before I go up? You know, with my name, be, mm-hmm. I look forward to Daryl Hammond being like, "So, how do you pronounce the name?" <laughs> what uh, do you, you, the, you know, Sherry O'Terry uh, told Don Pardo. Uh, uh, I heard the story. She goes, uh, "It's uh, Sherry O'Terry." That's how you pronounce your last name. And he goes, mm-hmm. he goes, I like your name. It just rolls off the tongue. It's got a nice rhyming scheme. Sherry O'Terry. And she goes, I didn't have the heart to correct him. <laughs> so the- because he was so like, it's a great rhyming scheme. And she was like, he was into rhymes. Like, and it, like, well, yeah, and he was so. What are you going to do? You're already nervous as hell as the totally. new person. And it does, sound, sure. yeah. it does yeah. sound great. Sherry O'Terry. Sherry O'Terry. Like that, that was, you know. Um, so what are you going to tell? So if, so if like. Daryl Hammond's like, is it John Radislawski? You'll be like, sure. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Done. Like it. Yeah. Whatever keeps me on the show. Adam Ray. I'm, just say your name. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> whatever. Adam, Adam Rudnitsky. Yeah. yeah. Like, but like, I didn't even know, like, uh, like when I read the news this morning, I didn't even know that you were going out for this. Like, I didn't this, know that there was uh, in the this, realm of I, possibility. That's what I, think. I think that's for most people, except for, you know, people like my writing partner who I spend every day with mm-hmm. and my parents and your mother knew okay. what was happening because it happened so quick. Yeah. Uh, 
I can give you the play-by-play. Play. Give us the whole okay. thing. Give us. Uh, yeah, that's, so why, that's, why, that's why we're here. What all friend. really happened for Montreal. So what happened in Montreal was uh, I auditioned with stand-up. Mm-hmm. And then for my callback, you're supposed to do the same bit that sure. you you did. But I've been doing this weird dance, yeah. uh, which isn't as hacky as it sounds. There's also a lot of mime work involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I like that you're justifying. It's like, dude, you got SNL. You don't have to justify. Like, no, no, it's not bad. It, it, it's a good thing. Well, no, but yeah, you, no hear, you hear comedic dance, and you're like, sure. what could that possibly be? Yeah, it's not. mime, and it's yeah, just like... Yeah, you think, what, are you going to be a midget doing a lap dance? Yeah. That whole hack bit? Yeah. I remember <laughs> I did at the improv, and Amir K came up to me afterwards. He's like, it's funny. A lot of people are going to make fun of you. And they just, like, walked away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember when you did it on a show. Yeah. We were on, I think it was a juice show or something. Yeah, that went on after improv. You. And yeah. I was just, like, the first thing I said was, like, the commitment level on that thing was unbelievable. Yeah. Because it's, well, tell people what it is. Okay, so I come out to the Dirty Dancing theme song. <laughs> like, uh, like you do. As you do, mm-hmm. with an imaginary Jennifer Grey. Mm-hmm. And I do all the choreographer, all the choreography with her yeah. up into the lift. I spin her, I throw her up, I drop her. Sure, she's dead. <laughs> try to try to revive her. No luck. Now I got to get rid of the body. I'm hacking it up. I'm sawing her. I'm jump rope. Oh, well, the song's still playing. Oh, and I'm still mind. dancing. I'm, so I'm still freaking like, out. Time of my life. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dancing, but I'm also really stressed out that I that I got <laughs> this dead body on my hands. It's really a, it's, yeah. it's incredible. It's so much fun. Yeah. And then you know I get in the car. Or I burn her. Then I get in the car. I drive home to my wife and kids. The cops show up. I get in a shootout with the cops, and I die in the dramatic shimmy. Then, so I did. So I love, I, I love that sentence. I died a dramatic shimmy. Yeah. I didn't do this for the callback, but I did it at the showcase or at the, the at JFL. One. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, no. Yeah. So I came out and did that for the callback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since then, I've added a curtain call, which I did do at JFL, which is uh, to Jennifer Hudson's "Love You, I Do." As you do uh, From Dream Girls. I'm not sure why I get up I bow for like Way too long And then I gesture To Jennifer Grey I pick her up Yeah and It was all joke We were just having sure. fun it's We both bow together And then we dance off together Dude <laughs> all, while, all while saying nothing It's six minutes long Of no speaking So when I went out For the callback I yeah. came out to this music and For SNL No for, well, okay. for JFL okay, callback yeah. They're expecting the me To yeah. do this Yeah To do stand up And uh, yeah, and, and Jeff came up to me, the, you know, the judge there, and uh, uh, he came up to me and was like, that's the ballsiest callback I've ever seen in 15 years of, uh, of doing this. Wow. And I, even then, I was so excited, I didn't think I was going to get it, because, you know, so many talented comedians sure. go out for JFL for eight years. Right. But I think I, and if I had just done stand-up, that would have been the case for mm-hmm. me as well. You took a risk. I took a risk, and, I, you know, and it was wild. And then when I did it there... Which it almost felt like it wasn't even part of the new Faces Showcase because even the way they announced it when they were giving our show order, they were, they were like going through everybody who was doing stand-up. And then at the end, they go, and uh, John Ranitsky's going to do a dance. And uh, like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's fuck, yeah. In yeah, front of all the other yeah, comics, yeah, it's kind of looking yeah, like, like, what? What the fuck? What do you do? Uh, but, uh, yeah. What made you want to take that risk? Like, what... what did somebody yeah. suggest to you, like, hey, man, go against the grain? Because that is a ballsy thing to do. Yeah, well, honestly, it's the kind of stupid shit I would always do in front of my friends... And I did it at a really small show for, like, seven people in, like, a black box theater in Atwater. And after I did it, I mean, they, it was, they were going nuts. And even though it was only a couple people, I go, wow, this really feels like something special mm-hmm. and feels like something only I could do. Yeah. And I never felt that before. And now my stand-up's been affected. I'm doing a lot of different things now in my act 
which is still it's super rough, which is why I was like headlining. I'm, I'm I feel like yeah. I'm just they, finding my voice yeah. now. Yeah, and that's yeah. a, a great bit, mentality a to bit. have. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Uh, Divine said when he I think it was season three yeah. of Workaholics, they wanted to give him a special already, hour special, and he was like, I don't have a great hour yet. So no, he's yeah, like, but like not, I, I think right. that'll like, and that's a great because w- you know you're going to build up. Like, wouldn't you? You get one first hour or one sure first of, of run the, of yeah, headlining. The, and the way, and look the, at and me. And it's not like I'm, yeah. I'm I don't feel totally prolific when it comes to writing standup material. I'd feel like you know, I'm, you lucky, fit- I'm lucky if I get a good joke in a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, you know? uh, there you. It's, I mean, finding your voice takes time, yeah. and uh, and you're going to just continue to grow. And you want to also, too, when you first jump into that headlining world, yeah. it's going to be new uh, regardless, but you want to at least have as as much of your guns ready to go and feel like, yeah, cool, like, I'm, I'm pumped to do this. Not like, shit, dude, what am I going to do after 25 minutes? Like, how am I going to stretch? If oh, you're yeah. going in with that mentality, because you're not, you know, you didn't get it. We're not, yeah, you might have opportunities and, and some money from these clubs, but it's like... You know, think about when you go in and crush versus people go, oh, yeah, we went and saw him because he was on SNL, and it was pretty good. Instead yeah, of, of course. Or, that's why I love featuring because yeah. it it's such a cushy little nice yeah. spot to sure. do. Um, in between. All right, so this dance, uh, so you, you have, the, you just like, you do it on the small show, and you're like, I got to do this again. Uh, yeah, so I did the small show, yeah, mm-hmm. and then for the call, and then I did it like, I'm like, I'm doing this at every show I get now. So right. for the next month, I did this dance at every show. If I had six minutes, that's all I did. Dance, yeah. And and that's so, like, and you're a comedian. That is, you, your tool is your voice. Like, it's what we all talk about. It's just, yeah. it's just you with the microphone. Now you've taken away the microphone. Yeah. It's just you. It's just me. So if you get a heckler while you're doing the dance, like, you can't stop, It's like, so weird, mid-turn. but it's, it's kind of, yeah, but I feel like that's kind of what's so safe about this thing, which is probably mm-hmm. what anno- would annoy comedians about it, is it's, it's, it's not quite stand-up. So I'm safe. I'm safe. No matter what the reaction is, I'm I'm going through with this thing. Sure, it's going to be six minutes, and I'm not. You have you have, people have nothing to do with it. Stand up, even though it's you talking. You're in the moment. If yeah, somebody coughs, somebody says day. something, you got to react to right. it. But in this, it's like, yeah, no, you're completely. But see, doing something like that, yeah, doing something like what you did. That scares me more for that reason because right. you can't react to anything. Right, it's true. If, if some yeah, if sense. some waitress drops a thing of glasses, you can't be like, oh yeah, put that anywhere. Like like like, like you can't say anything. You right. just have to keep yeah. doing the dance. It's true. So like that like that like to me that takes more balls than to be up there with uh, to be up there with a microphone. Well, thanks. I appreciate <laughs> it. What I love about it is uh, the actor in you is a big part of that. Yeah, and you and I are few of the comedians out here who went to a four-year acting conservatory yeah, I mean, studied you, abroad. You came out here to be an actor, first and foremost, Yes, right? first and foremost. Same and here. that's still yeah. what I... I mean, stand-up and videos, again, like you and me, I mean, same thing, was to keep busy, and when you're waiting around, when you graduate, and yep. you're waiting for auditions that you don't have, you can't just wait. You have to do stuff to, A, keep busy, and then you also figure out, oh, I need to get as much stuff on my plate and yeah, make there's myself... there's nothing fulfilling about auditioning once a week. Fuck no. Uh, also, yeah. how are you going to find your voice from a few auditions a week? Like, doing the stand-up and videos, that's how you start to, like, develop some yeah. sort of a comedic uh, sensibility. And uh, and so, obviously, you and I both do act-outs uh, in our sets, but, like, that type of shit is not something somebody who isn't an actor would think to do. because right. And the commitment level, again, is so huge in that, and that comes from all the scenes and plays that you've done of just being locked in, being able to be locked in in something for six minutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh yeah, um, totally. Because you literally, once you get into it, there's no people are almost like, I can't believe he's still at minute three. Like I can't believe he's still <laughs> doing it. But in your head, you're just like, yeah. I mean, like I'm locked in. This is like I'm doing uh, yeah, one long I just monologue. Go through it. Yeah, it doesn't feel that long to me anymore. Yeah. Although I'm always drenched in sweat and can't breathe afterwards. <laughs> well, but and, and that's another example of why this, it works is because you you did it uh, to use a line from Adam Ray. You did it a thousand percent. One thousand percent. Yeah, you put everything you had in it. Yeah, you, yeah. Right. You, you didn't have you didn't have acid. Was that your Adam Ray? Are you gonna yeah. do me on 1, SNL? Thousand percent. Dude. <laughs> you know For what? Sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess what if I'm giving you full disclosure <laughs> to use any of my catchphrases. <laughs> I always end up doing In a you or Santino. I end up just talking like that. Yeah. You do that showcase and yeah. they tell you, yeah, you got you got Montreal. Uh, so I yeah, I do the um, I do that at the callback and mm-hmm. then I was I was catering catering another event, a little kids party. I was doing the photo booth. There you go. And wow. I saw a call from my agent and I'm terrible at my jobs, the jobs I have, so I just step outside and I get my car and I call and... Like, uh, John, we need those Tostitos uh, lime chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck yep. off. They s- <laughs> yeah, suck my dick. I'll be back when I want. You pay me nothing. They're lime chips. They'll be there when I get back. Yeah. <laughs> I love that at Adam Ray's fancy catered party, here's Tostitos lime chips. Yeah. Hey, have you seen the commercials? People are always having a great time with yeah. chips You just up. like them because the guy's in a Seahawk jersey. I yeah. do. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so uh, so you go take the call, and he's like, "You're going to Montreal, baby." Yeah, yeah. My agent called me and uh, so told cool. me I got it, and I I lost it in the car. Probably m- more in some ways than when I found out I got SNL because the this was an excitement. This this was a just SNL was just a shock. Right. So anyway, I get I, to I, don't, I don't think it still even hit you. In it hasn't. No, you're yeah. numb. I'm numb. You're yeah. numb. Yeah. I'm completely numb. When, yeah. yeah. When you get off the plane in New York or you in you like yeah. there will be some there will be some moment, whether if it's Daryl Hammond announcing your name. I think that's where it'll be. Or if, 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 I think if, I'm going to lose it when I hear my name. I've always yeah. said that. I mean, and when I you look Bobby up Bobby Moynihan on Howard Stern and he said he just lost it when Taron Killam said the same thing. It, yeah. It's in the opening credits. You'll when see they, your picture. When, yeah. When they show your picture wow. and they say your name <laughs> along with everyone else God, that's yeah. in the cast, you're like, oh, fuck. This I can't happening. even believe we're having this conversation right now. I, I mean, um, I just we'll so start you know. talking about something else, and then we come back to this, and I, I go, yeah. oh, yeah, that's a thing. Well, that's- can, can I be honest? <laughs> I can. Yeah. I can. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> this, I can, I guess, because it is, these are things you just don't think, on a day-to-day basis, you just don't think of these no. things as being plausible. It's what, you're, it's what we're driving toward, is we, we, we're... we're Doing all these things mm-hmm. for something like SNL or or Ghostbusters, yeah. or, you know. Yeah, I mean, exactly. like, we all know a handful of people that are just were like, oh yeah, that like, and that's why you see it in all these posts people sharing about like everyone commenting about how ridiculously talented you are, and you know, you just you're doing you and building your voice and everything. So like, I know you're just like, uh, yeah, like I'm. You get to a point where you expect you do certain things, like yeah, like uh, this is what I do. I like should be, you know, getting these responses at certain things, but like it. Uh, it doesn't totally shock me because, hey, man, to have the stand-up background is great, but, like, you have the sketch and improv back, and then to have impressions that, like, yeah. you don't really do on stage, but it is something, like, when you did that McConaughey video, the True Detective parody, yeah. it's like, that was a fucking spot on McConaughey, right? and that was the first time I was like, oh, shit, you've also got that, on top of the acting thing, which, for me, is so big for SNL, too, because look at Aykroyd and fucking... 
Will Ferrell and great Phil, actor, and Phil yeah. Hartman, great actor, Kristen Wiig, and the commitment yeah. there Just with those fantastic guys. Fantastic act, yes. Johnny. That's why you're gonna shine, dude. And and you know, yeah. and and who knows what's gonna happen? But I just think that knowing that going in, yeah, is a great advantage. Yeah, you could be the first white guy to bang a Kardashian. Oh my God! I was wow. I, <laughs> I right. was thinking that the second I found out. The second <laughs> Somebody get me Kim's number. <laughs> get her on the phone now. Like, John, we need those lime chips. <laughs> Fuck off, <laughs> Donna. It's always Donna. It's always it's Donna. Always Donna. Uh, all right. Uh, so then. So then. Um, right. Uh, okay. So then you 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 lose it in the car over Montreal because this is lost it. I was I was so excited. It was like I, I couldn't believe I was going and I. And I was so excited to go and do the dance there because because yeah. I felt <laughs> to show the world, man. show the world on this the biggest dance. stage, yeah, on a big stage. And after I did it, the response was just really great. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I, after I left the theater, you know, all these you get swarmed sure. by industry folk, right? And it's one of those kind of surreal moments. Now, did you? Did oh, you, I'm from NBC. You know, yeah. I envision them with cigars and top hats, but you know, <laughs> right after you were, got off stage, right you know? after yeah. I got off stage, everybody and. And then uh, stuff I like remember, what? I remember, uh, you know, just introducing themselves. Great job! And I look over, and my mom and dad, who are divorced and mm-hmm. who were there for me to come, were holding each other, crying. Oh my! God, <laughs> this is like the dude. most beautiful moment. That might be oh the most beautiful God. thing ever. Yeah. So I, I mean, I've got my family there, my my childhood buddies who I'm so so close with, who all live back east. This is why this is so spectacular for so many reasons. They were there. I mean, just. It was this kind of surreal moment, and um, I'm meeting I'm meeting all these different folks from different networks, and my buddy uh, or my agent, uh, Bushi, is with this beautiful girl, woman, and he's like John, John. I'm like in the middle of talking, I give him like the one second <laughs> finger, like I would never do that normally. Right, right. I'm like Bushi's like a young hot agent, and I'm like, who's this girl you're trying to introduce me to that you're clearly sure. having sex with? <laughs> And he introduces me to her. I won't say her name, but she's beautiful. Yeah. And she's like, I'm with Saturday Night Live. Yeah, she's like, I'm with SNL. And so then I met a couple people from SNL that week. They asked me to showcase. Did you think a, anything of that, a, by the way, when you were meeting them? Yeah. I mean, it was just like, wow. You know, and Thank God Colin Jost came up to me mm-hmm. and seated it and was like, great set. And I said to him, I'm, I'm submitting a tape. I, at this point, I wasn't showcasing. I said, I'm submitting a tape to SNL next week. And he was like, great, you should. And he was so nice. And then we did a show together the next night. And Just is a good guy. Such a great guy. Yeah, it's just great to have that interaction and then to be on the show the next night. Because then that just is... You know, just furthering the relationship. Just, of, yeah, it was a good, good little moment. Yeah, happening. so now, but that's when yeah. I left. Look, I met Mike Myers. I met, what? I met, I met yeah. so many people. Myers was there. That Myers I was met, there. This yeah, year. I met She's, Chappelle. You know, like I met all these these idols of mine. But still, mm-hmm. in the back of my head, when anybody asked me what was the most significant thing, I think for me it was Colin Jost telling me I should submit to SNL because for me he's the head writer. Whatever. Yeah, that's the dream. That's the goal. You know, meeting these other people is fantastic. And a lot of, sure. like, Mike Myers, because they've been on that show. Yeah, right. I'm like, oh, my God, what if... You thought that... You were like, that's my opening. That's the... That's, that's my opening. What if that could be? And so I showcase in L.A. at I.O. Mm-hmm. I just want to say real quick before yeah. we keep moving. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is huge, by the way, and that's an testament. And, and like we've touched on how close you are with your mom and your oh, folks yeah. to be there. Nobody's friends and family 
come to Montreal. Nobody. Or something no. Like that. And I had ever stepmom, stepdad, That's brother. So yeah, cool. they, everyone was getting it's, a kick it, out it, of it. it. It's such like uh, the Montreal Comedy Festival is such an industry circle jerk. Yeah. Where it's just just it's just agents, it's managers, it's yeah. it's comics. That's it. Like like yeah, like no one's you, you don't you don't look out to the audience to see your family in the Montreal Comedy Festival. No. It doesn't happen. No. And now to have your divorced parents holding each other, looking on stage, going, "Look what we did." I know. That's it's like, so. Like, did it, you cry when you saw that? Unbelievable. I did. I did. Yeah. I, I I I choked up. You know, especially see my dad choked up. My yeah. mom cries. You know, sure. when I sneeze. <laughs> and, uh, I can't believe you're sick. It's the most beautiful sneeze. I'd raise you to be healthy. I'd raise you to have friends with with gummy vitamins that were the, they're there for you always. I always told you, check the cabinet. You never know. Check the cabinet. Get some hair gel. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, dad, dads don't cry a lot. No, but my dad, I had to, you know, we're not crying, but just tears in his eyes, yeah. you know, like his eyes yeah. were red. Yeah. And That's I a man cry, For by him, the way. because when right. I told my dad about Montreal, nobody knows what JFL is. No. It's a comedian know. thing. It's a. Right. It's a. It's for us. It's a big deal. Even if you explain yeah. it, they're still like. Even, okay, what? okay. What? But the the manifestation of it was right in front of them. It was he, these he people right. shaking my hands from different various places of importance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in entertainment, and he's watching it. It's like you couldn't couldn't write that moment mm-hmm. right. in a movie, and so that was totally surreal. So you go back to LA and you're like, okay, wow. So the fir- the biggest thing on your mind is. I I met Joe. So there's a window of opportunity here to yeah. where now me actually showcasing. Yeah. There's there's a little bit more weight to this. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the head writer knows who you to, are. They asked yeah. me to showcase. Which and wh- was and where'd you showcase at? I.O. West. Okay. Yeah. And Improv Olympic for those who don't know. Yeah. Yes. And I did it, and it went good. You did the dance again? I didn't do the dance. Okay. Okay. What'd you do in the showcase? In that first showcase, which then ended up changing, I did right. a former DJ working at Chipotle. <laughs> I did John Mayer having a stroke. Wait, what do the DJ sound like? Like what kind? Because of, well, it's, I do it to Rihanna's uh, "Hopeless Place," and it's just like okay. me going down the line, like rice, beans, chicken, and steak. Nice. And then I'm like, "It's a dollar eighty-five extra for a Is that okay?" And then you know, and then I fold the burrito to the beat, like when I go to the song's oh, building. Funny. And then I go, "Get your fucking hands off the glass!" This is Chipotle. <laughs> your so space great. work is great, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, that's... when I fucking fold it, it's like yeah, it's, you, it's, it's big. You watching a burrito? You, you see the burrito. You must. I see the burrito. <laughs> How can you not? If I don't, that's like incredibly deep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. John Mayer having a stroke like is a like, great call. Yeah. John Mayer having a stroke. Um, I'm trying to remember what I did for the first one because it ended up being a very different. For those, yeah, those two were in my screen test because um, you told me they saw you and then said gave you some some feedback. Right. And so and you rewrote it pretty much. Yeah, I had to rewrite back. a chunk of it. Uh, is there an audience for this first one, or is it just like a few people? Uh, there's an audience. Okay. It's mostly industry. It's like agents coming gotcha. to support their gotcha. thing, and then a row of SNL people who apparently are emotionless, emotionless, and don't laugh or anything. Right. So there were a couple of things that they took out. One was a former choreography, who's now an NFL ref, and uh, the son of a world-renowned breakdancer, which is just me, like, doing all the things you do before you breakdance, and then mm-hmm. periodically going, fuck, I'll never be as good as my dad. And uh, every time I try to do a move, hurting myself. By the way, that's a, I mean, that's a movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they didn't want it for the screen test, but we'll do it as a feature. We'll yeah. write it. Yeah, yeah. We'll collab on it. Definitely. Sure. Uh, so and, then, Br- and Brad will be the guy you lose to in the championship. Yeah. Damn yeah. right. 
Absolutely no question. Bread? I mean, sure. Why hasn't that doll been made? I mean, <laughs> you pull you pull the string and he and he does like the no harm with the TikTok arm move. Oh my Come on, gosh. guy. It well, writes itself. It does. I'm sold. And the closing <laughs> move is him doing the worm in slow mo. Absolutely. <laughs> it just fades to black. <laughs> and then it just in says memory oh. of. In memory of. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Why do I, I have to be you know dead for your? Yeah, yeah, sorry, man. Oh that's God. How it oh, dude, did you, oh, did, you did you like find a magic eight ball and that and that's some questions I don't know about? Yeah, but then everybody. The Fast and the Furious song, the See You Again song starts playing. <laughs> nice. Good that's pull. actually a great idea. Good pull. Not soon enough? No. <laughs> hey, nothing soon enough. Exactly. So, um, uh, okay, so then you, you rewrite, you add some impressions. Uh, what do they want more of when they said, come back? He, they just said, yeah, we just want more impressions, and they said it was too dance-heavy. <laughs> My big note. <laughs> so, uh, but then I, they still wanted me to do what I did in Montreal, which I didn't do for the initial showcase. Sure. So, yeah, so what I did was Chipotle, John Mayer. I did Frank Underwood. This is for the screen test. Mm. Uh, watching the Republican debates, I did uh, uh, a CW actor who just found out they're all out of uh, red velvet yogurt at Pinkberry. <laughs> I did Ryan Gosling selling a flip phone. I did Bernie Sanders doing an ad for KFC. Which I think is a great move. To do anything political is great, yeah. especially yeah. somebody that's going to be a big part I'm of I'm a big fan of, my, of, of, the, of that one. Sure. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Here, I'll do my Hillary. Okay. <laughs> is she involved? You got one? What's that? Do you got one? I will in a second. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, here we go. Um, hello, I'm Colonel Bernie Sanders from Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'm here, to, I'm here to talk to you today about the new Bernie Bucket. For a limited time, we're offering one supple, delicious drumstick that is to be equally divided and distributed amongst you and your family. Why? Because drumsticks are a basic human right for all people. Now, if one person decides they're more entitled to the drumstick... Well, then I will come over there, and it will not be finger-looking good. <laughs> wow. You know what? Uh, I think you have a future in this business. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna like to go on a limb. That's amazing. <laughs> and I'm Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and when I'm looking to get some tasty chicken, I usually go for Popeyes because they got chicken and waffles. Anywho, waffles and chicken. That's what I like. Listen, listen. Hear about these other chicken restaurants. Come on down. Donald Trump's chicken. Oh, it's, the most, wow. it's the most luxurious chicken you've ever had in your life. Yeah, yeah. It's gold leaf on a wing. Suck it, uh, Hillary. Wow. Not a bad Trump. Not a bad Trump. How's your Trump? Um, well, the thing about... Wait. I've never tried. That was like Sandler. That was like Sandler. like a Sandler <laughs> fucked Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> it was very Woody Allen. Well, uh, see. Every, everybody knows... Oh, that's good. That you got every, there you go. Yeah. Everybody knows that I have buildings. I have money. I, <laughs> Dennis Rodman was on my show. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I think there's a soft timber <laughs> the, the, to it. The, 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 the big word is huge. It's huge. huge. It's yeah. huge. It's luxurious. Yeah. Like, like, luxurious. It's huge. It's the Mexicans, bit. they're huge. That's all I can do. That's so all the I can fence, say. So the fence has to be more huge than the Mexicans. Yeah, that's all I can say. I do, Kyle Dunnigan's is unbelievable. I just listen to Trump. His. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Loser. <laughs> Loser. Idiot. He's uh, idiot loser. John Kite well, was just on the podcast and did yeah. uh, Trump for 10 minutes. He's great. It was unbelievable. He helped me with my SNL audition a bunch, what by the way. a good dude. I didn't know him before, yeah. and we FaceTimed while I was in New York. We didn't meet until after I screen tested. Shut up. No shit. Yeah. So, oh, so what so happened was... Kite, what a mensch. So, actually, what happened was, after I showcased, I was opening for Steve Byrne at Levity Live in yeah. Nyack, and I didn't mm -hmm. even know. And then I got the call that they wanted me in New York, and I said, I happen to already be here to screen test. Right. 
But for me, what I realized, and it's how the, I did with the House of Cards and the McConaughey thing, is I wrote the idea. It's like, you just need to write the idea. For Bernie Sanders, I couldn't add it. But then I wrote the idea the, of the chicken. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly I could say it. So I, it's all about how you approach it. He can sound things out in his mouth, yep. but I kind of need a concept to right. go with, I feel like. And, 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 even and I'm not an exact impressionist, you know? Right. That's not my thing. No, but and, and one thing that makes an impression is, yeah, the, the impression can be good or bad, whatever, but yeah. if the content is funny, if, if, yeah. if, there's, if there's a story behind it, if there's a solid character, yeah. like, you could, like you, could, you could not know who Bernie Sanders is. Right. You could have no clue, but you hear your impression and the bit, you go, oh, yeah, that's... That's funny because it's, right. it, 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 it's funny without the impression. The impression just adds to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, coming up sense. with the list of like new impressions to have is not an easy task because you're like, no. I need things that are topical. What do I need? What, what are other people doing? Can't you know? be out of touch. Like you're not going to do a Ryan Seacrest or a Carson Daly because you're like they're not like what's trend. Like they're not going to right. be probably unless Carson Daly was. You know, hot right now, but it's like I remember for one of my tapes I did. I was like, "What impressions can I do?" And this was like maybe five, six years ago, and I did you know Danza, Leno, Ray Romano, mm-hmm. um, and then like a Johnny Depp and a few other obscure ones that I was like, "Oh, these are popular and not like done a lot, but still, you know, it's like Ray Romano." Like I was doing that to show that I could do one, but it's like, and then put them in a scenario that I thought was funny that could yeah, be a sketch. Of course, but they're definitely way more. Um, prone to picking people that can do stuff that is, like, usable right now, you know? Um, Like, doing a Regis Philbin wouldn't have served you. (laughs) No. Although I'd love to get one down (laughs) now that you mentioned it. I wish I thought of that earlier. Yeah, just talk progressively louder. I don't know why he hasn't hosted SNL, by the way. He hasn't? No. Regis has done everything in TV. He's been on TV for, like, 85 years. Right. Well, they they had a they, they, they had a Facebook campaign to get Betty White on there. We should start one for Regis. There you go. I'm down. Regis. We started Kickstarter. 2016. Is that how that works? I guess. Uh, Is that... Let's raise money for Regis. <laughs> he needs it. <laughs> then we just collect the money. <laughs> Show up at his house. We'll give you half of this if you do. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, okay. So you, so then you you go back and now yeah. you're so you go from West Nyack, uh, which is a couple hours from New York City. Yeah, actually, really close. I would say like forty minutes. Yeah. And what is the so now walk us Steve through the was journey. actually Steve Byrne. So I go. I I just found out I'm I'm screen testing in front of Lauren Michaels on Wednesday. Wait a minute. This is when I was in New York with Brent and we were going to meet up. This I didn't f- I didn't come in because I had a lot to do. Totally. And this is <laughs> yeah. this is what you had to do. And you were having sex, so I didn't bother you either. <laughs> Right. We may or may not hit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> the live feed that you sent me from your hotel room. I did, I did. Sure, sure, I sure. My exact line We're not was, supposed to talk about that? Uh, yeah. No, I think I was like, John, I'm fucking up against the window. <laughs> you did. Hit me tomorrow. Overlooking the city. Overlooking like, the city. Oh, great. All right. Um, I'm doing my best Regis in the mirror for so, the next three hours. So, because we, okay, so I, I was in New York with Brent, and you were going to come down, but you couldn't because you had to now start working on this. Right. But so you, I, but locked, you I locked. Telling it, was, it was it was so great that I was home in Jersey. My yeah. dad was out of town. I locked myself in the house, the room. I had like a house to myself, which was really nice. And and, and uh, I just plugged away at this. And I periodically I'd Facetime John Kite, and I would Facetime my my writing partner, and just go over things. And Steve uh, Byrne actually in the room goes, "I'm going to put you on the phone with uh, Nassim Pedrad," and gave me hmm. the phone. And we talked for like 15 minutes, and we've. We've talked throughout this whole process, and I told her yesterday that I got it, and I, we've never met in person, but we were both like Holy crying shit. on the phone. She's unbelievable and was so helpful. What did she every stage, uh, the game? You know, just 
telling you know just very supportive and telling me what to expect and right because certain you, aspects but it does it is so different scared. every time it's, yeah and it's you're so every time based on what i've heard you've I've, heard stories but at the same time yeah. to have that advice from someone that's been there yeah. before just kind of makes you go like okay this is yeah you have an idea yeah the and, test is the same i think for the most part i mean it's mm-hmm. the day after i'll get to all that so uh so i go to 30 rock and there's makeup, hair and makeup, Jeez. and it's a whole. And then you're just walking through those hallways, and I, I'm like, I can't believe I'm here right now. Wait, real quick, nonstop from Friday to Wednesday, you're working on this, just yeah. Well, I'm pretty- going up and doing the shows at night, and then yeah, and Monday. I was going to ask you were yeah, showcasing. Yeah, and I'm working on the audition, and then I'm going into the city, and mm-hmm. I'm trying it out at clubs. Which so fortunate as standups that we get to do that. How yeah. many times a night would you do that? Uh, I think I did it twice each night. Yeah, so and- good. In front yeah, of, and, and, and which is what I did pre-showcase here. But, I, you know, I wouldn't have even known to do that if I didn't watch Santino go through this audition process last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is great. Like, I don't know if sketch and improv people have that benefit. To, to workshop like to that. To workshop Because like yeah, that. I'm sure you would go up, like, on Saturday and see something that worked and didn't work. And fix and, and tweak. And, yeah. Oh, my God. It changed everything. To have mm-hmm. the end confidence-wise. Yeah. You've done I'm, this before. I was so... I was in such a different place. Mm-hmm. By the time I went into 30 Rock, I'm nervous. But I also know, hey, these, this stuff works. Like, People find this funny. I was going right. to say, on Tuesday night, after you did your last run-through of it, yeah. If was there something that maybe didn't hit like you thought or did? No, there was ago? something I knew <laughs> wouldn't hit, and I was trying to decide if I should do it what anyway because the writing is fine enough. It's this Frank Underwood impression, okay. and it wasn't hitting the... I just as But I also thought there's a political slant on it, and my impressions, for the most part, Bernie Sanders, Ryan Gosling, yeah. are East Coast... You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and I thought I should have something southern in there, and I'm not doing McConaughey because Taron Killam already does McConaughey, and everybody right. kind of does McConaughey. Yeah, and then Jim Carrey did it when he. Yeah, and then Jim Carrey did it exactly. So I thought I should just have that in there for, and it's not going to work mm-hmm. that well, but it's not bad, and it's good enough that they'll see I can do that. You right. should have just done Kevin Spacey, and then when you started to talk, just call him and put it on speaker and hold <laughs> yeah. the phone up into the microphone. <laughs> and then just lip sync with whatever he says. Yeah, I should have just done that. Because yeah. I can't do regular Spacey. I can only do Underwood. What does Frank Underwood sound like? It's kind of... Uh, he's as scared as a chicken on his bar mitzvah day, you know, something like that. He just kind of says analogies. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, he, and just very, and, he, and he's just very, and he's just very southern proper. Very southern, but I kind of like add this thing with the. I just like to say fun things with that. I mm-hmm. I kind of add this like a uh, thing with his lower lip where I'll just be like. He's like a baby <laughs> suckling on his mama's bosom. You know, like. <laughs> just got to add as many B words as possible. Yeah. But the milk is sallow. Why is it like that? Is it 2%? Is it whole milk? I don't know. But I'll have some more with some chips of oil. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great impression for you because you, you, that's you what you do so well. Yeah, it, you well, go off on these tangents. I mean, and once, so, well, that's what's great, too, about yeah. finding a character or yeah. impression that you really dig and feel locked into. Like, well, I can talk like, like Tony that? Danza yeah. for probably six years yeah, for sure like for sure. if you just said hey basically yeah, we're gonna yeah. film you for the yeah, next yeah, six yeah. years adam just be danza just being danza yeah if it was oh, the documentary i would being li- danza i would be like oh cool you so six years <laughs> i would just go right into it six years like six full years <laughs> starting, okay. starting now starting now should i call my mother should i call my mom i love the thought of that guy fucking a girl up against the window in new york <laughs> <laughs> what, what does he sound like <laughs> oh yeah 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 hooray <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's, I would like uh, to think when Danza comes, he says hooray. Hooray, of course he does. So you're walking through these halls, and do do they have you in, like, a holding pen with, like, all the other people what, that are auditioning? So interesting. So everyone was in these in these dressing rooms, in the yeah. normal dressing rooms, mm-hmm. and I was in the host dressing room for okay. some reason. So I was secluded from everybody. I oh, was geez. able to, I had, uh, you know, space to myself to work on it, which was nice. I would say about 20 people screen tested. I was last. I was in that room for three hours. Oh, jeez. What are you thinking? And, I mean, at a certain point, it's kind of like with anything, you know, where... You're le- you know, you're less nervous because mm-hmm. when you first get there, you're nervous, 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 and then yeah. by like two and a half hours, you're kind of fatigued. Right. But then a woman, you're... but then a woman comes in and goes, uh, "You have seven minutes," and then you're right back <laughs> up because it's like you're there for three hours, and I get a seven minute warning. There's no twenty yeah. minute warning. It's like you have seven minutes, and yeah. it was probably it felt more like thirty seconds. Right. And I'm out there, and. Somebody put some blush on me. I walk underneath this corridor where the audience would normally sit, yeah. and there's, like, a burly guy there who's the cameraman. He goes, so, listen, you're going to walk out there. Uh, Lauren and everybody are to the uh, left of the camera when you're facing out. Uh, and I'm like, wait, they're out there right now. I thought I was going to go out there. I, I was told I thought there was, like, a walkthrough of the stage before they come out, but oh, that wasn't the case. So I'm like, oh, they're there right now. And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah they're right now. And he's like, listen. You're going to walk on the stage. You're going to get yourself settled. You're going to stand on your mark. You're going to look in the camera. You're going to say your name. You're going to, you're going to wait for the countdown of five. You're going to say your name, and then you're going to be funny. And it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You're going to wait for the countdown. I walk, I walk out. Funny. I turn that corner, and yeah. the house lights are off, and that stage is lit up. That stage. You know, yeah. that stage. Had you been doing a taping before? Yeah, which is actually wild. A couple months prior, I was. Which is kind of a crazy part of the story, too. My um, roommate discovered this kid, Charlie Puth, who was a musical guest with Wiz Khalifa a couple months prior. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm doing SNL. I'm like, well, you should come if you're in town. And I bought a ticket, and I was in town. That was the and Scarlett Johansson episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I knew with the host, where the host dressing room right. was as opposed to everyone else, because I saw her in there. Sure. Okay, because I was going to say, if, the, if you'd walked onto that stage and that was the first time, that's another level of overwhelmingness you're even having to then, though, Even then, though, yeah. But that was kind of crazy because that time, this was a couple months ago I was there. Jesus. And I was in everybody's way because I just wanted to so badly be in the center of things. And sure. people were getting mad at me, you know, like, who's this kid poking his head around? You're yeah. jumping in during the live show right <laughs> when they cut to Kate McKinnon first. She goes, live from, and then John comes in, from New York, it's Saturday. No, no, man, you're not. Not, no, not now, not now, not now, just a couple months. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I'll be back. <laughs> Fuck you, Kate. <laughs> Fuck you, Donna. <laughs> Fuck you, Donna. Get your own lime chips. Um, um, so you, I mean, you walk out there, you're on that stage. You're walking out, and as I'm walking towards the stage, I swear it's not like uh, I was wearing heels or anything, but I swear it felt like each footstep felt like it was echoing, you know, in this sure. room. You're hearing everything. You're, every sense is heightened. Every sense is heightened. And I walk on stage, and I turn around, and I see about 15 people in the dark, to the left of the camera, mm-hmm. one of them is that man. Yeah. You know, the, it's God. The gatekeeper. <laughs> and you just kind of see, like, him in Paul shadow. Reiser. Oh. Paul Reiser. Yes, Paul Reiser. Yes. <laughs> and, uh... Lauren. So you can yeah. tell it's Lauren right away. Yeah. You know it's Lauren. And then he's, he's like, I he's wanna... got a hue. So what, like, <laughs> you don't really make eye contact. You know, really. And, uh, <laughs> you just look at the camera. Just look at the camera the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I... There's a sure enough. I turn around. A boom mic comes over my head, and there's numbers above the camera. It goes five, four, oh, three, two, one. And I just said, you know, 
Hi, I'm John Rudnitsky, and this is a former DJ working at Chipotle, and I just went into it. And then, oh, I, I forgot the last two bits of my audition, but I did the worst Dancing with the Stars audition ever, which was a two-minute version of my Montreal dance. But then how I ended the whole thing was I said, uh, thanks so much for watching. Uh, let's take a look back at some of the highlights. And then <laughs> I did a best of my audition, a slow-motion montage to Sarah McLaughlin's I Will Remember You. <laughs> And then always a, a great idea. It was so much fun, and and I thought right before I went out there, I go, I should, I want to exit through that host door. Mm -hmm. Well, basically, when I watched all these auditions and I saw these guys do so well, you got to watch everybody else. No, no. Uh, oh. When I watched, like, uh, sorry, when I watched the like old the old old auditions, and I watched all these yeah. guys do so well, and then you know, Will Ferrell, these guys, they do something brilliant, and then they like kind of pick up their wigs and things, and they're like, thanks so much, and they kind of like, you know, meekly walk off. Right. I thought, how cool would it be if I walk off in slow motion? That's the last you see me, and it's like this prideful thing, and I <laughs> wink and whatever. Ending your audition yeah. like on a giant on a giant note. Laugh. Like it I'm never, I never exited. There's no end to the audition. It just right. It slowly just, dims out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then I also had the thought, oh, I should exit through that host door. You mm -hmm. know, how cool would it be to walk through that door? Nobody knows what's on the other side of that door anyway, so yeah, i got to find right. that out. Yeah. So I exit through that door in slow motion, and it took me a full minute to get to it. <laughs> Halfway there, I'm like, big mistake. <laughs> but I'm like, I committed to it. And yeah. I heard them laughing the whole yeah. time, but like, I had to add, the, you know, I turn around and I giggle. I just was like adding things. I finally get to the door, I open it, wave one last time, close it, and the music's still playing, so I go, oh, fuck it. I guess I got to go back out there. <laughs> so I open the door again. And I go, that's it. And then, <laughs> and then I do what everyone else has done. I just have twice the walk back out. Yeah. And I don't make eye contact. And I just grab my guitar, you know, from Mayer. And I just walked out. And I did not. In silence. Out. In silence. And then. Did you, did you hear any sort of like, thank you very much for that? Like from Lauren? Like, did anybody? Just some claps. There's some claps. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say no. Oh, thank so you. So you have no much. gauge of really how you did. You heard laughs, but heard laughs, and you're out there, and I'm kind of in a daze. And then I, uh, I'm leaving with one of the uh, dance odor and a couple other people. Great dude. He tested too. Yeah, I love him so much. He's the best. Um, and I'm walking out, and I turn around, and I said to my buddy Will, who I was auditioning with, I said, I, I, I don't want to leave because I don't. Right. What if I never come back, you know? Oh, wow. And first of all, I went through this with Santino last year. He kept getting flown out and yeah. flown out and yeah. getting close and sitting yeah. down with Lauren. And I always thought, you know, when you listen to interviews, oh, you sit down with Lauren, that means you got it. I'm happy I talked to Andrew because it doesn't always... There's a mind fuck that goes down It's a, a mind. Yeah. It's such a mind fuck. And, you know, you're sitting in this room. There's times where you're, you know, I'm meeting with Steve Higgins and I'm meeting with all these producers and writers and I'm bouncing back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then at one point, you're just sitting across from the guy who could take the job. And then there's right. a producer there, and they just kind of, like, sit there and wait for you to interact. Oh, I'm like, geez. is this a test? Because I think that environment is so competitive. Yeah. So you sit in a room with the five other guys you're going up against, and Lauren? No, 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 no. Okay. Just, like, periodic. Like, you, it's speed dating. I'm meeting with producers, writers, and periodically I'm in a waiting room with one other guy that I'm, well, so-and-so, okay. why, why four other people are rotating. Right. And then what are the questions like? They're just sitting down. They just want to know that you're not crazy. It's just like, how you doing? They just want to see how you act as a human. They're just testing right. you to make sure you're not. Did you overcompensate at all, or were you calm? No, I mean, I'm 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 pretty good in the in the room, you know. I think mm -hmm. you're great in the room, but I'm I'm that seems like a where you're like Lauren was crazy. You're like I want to, but I want to show them I'm cool. I want to show them I'm funny, but right. I don't want to be boring. I'm never big on showing them that I'm funny, and if I am, it's like it's got to be like casual in conversation, yeah, right? 
Naturally. I think, yeah, I think I wanted to, like, chum it up, definitely, mm-hmm. which is such an Adam Ray term. Uh, <laughs> I, I say well, it, all, I say uh, it all the time. thousand right? percent chum uh, it up. thousand percent. Chum and, it up. And we're super chummy, and that's for sure amazing. Um, <laughs> Jesus, was I born in San Diego, Brooklyn, Seattle? <laughs> yeah, you were. Um, so, and then at one point, we're rotating in. I mean, I was pretty good in every meeting except for mm-hmm. the one that I didn't expect. And they were like, uh, do you have you met with Lauren yet? And I said, no. And they go, okay, come here. And three seconds later, they walked to the door. Lauren, Jaronitsky here to see you. And so I walk in the room. No prep. Just no prep. You're, right, you're right in there. You're right in there. Yeah. Not, I didn't know he was there. I thought he was out of town. I was told he was going to be out of town. Yeah. And now, are you having, as soon as you walk in, you see him, are you just flooded with, like, ev- like just SNL memories? Like, you're just, like, I mean... Of this man of the show, like, no, it's more like your brain goes blank. Yeah. You know, that's how I felt. I, I didn't have a thought in my mind, which was definitely communicated when I tried to speak to him. What if you were just <laughs> super hard when you walked in? Super hard. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no thought. You're like, dude, Sorry. this boner's coming with no, <laughs> like, no, uh, you know, uh, hey. motivation. Hey, yeah. I don't know if you uh, need a cast member, but this is a package deal, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but like, but so your, your your mind is thinking about so many things that it's now thinking about nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah, wow. And I sit down in the chair, and I, I would say it lasted about four minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember much of what he said. I remember a couple things. One thing he said was, "So we have a very big cast this year, uh, so you know, but you did a very good job." Uh, and then, uh, and then that's all I remember him really saying. And then I said two really stupid things that I remember. One was, uh, one was, so how did you get into comedy? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh so, my so how did you, um, Come on, how did you get into Saturday Night Live? Like, yeah. Yeah. who did do, you do, interview with? Do you like, is it fun? <laughs> is it fun? And he just goes, I think, he, I don't remember what he said. I think it was something like, yeah, you know, I just sort of did it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just sort of started one of the greatest shows on anyway. history of television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I just lime fucking chips. couldn't, I I couldn't can, think. I just, you know, I just started making stars out of nothing. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, what, what I, I meet do. with other people, I ask yeah. them about how they got into you were it. Ge- sure. You were genuine. I was genuine, but I was also like, oh, what a fucking Wrong idiot. Time. Here. And the other thing I said, which isn't as bad, I think, because I was being sort of cheeky, but I was mm-hmm. like, hey, just so you know. <laughs> you done a heck of a job here. <laughs> oh my god, dude! What? <laughs> You're doing a really good job. Yeah. And he's like, just so you know, people are talking on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> you, you, but you, buddy. Hey, you a okay in my book. Things are going well here. And uh, kudos. Said, and he said, thanks. I said, I don't know if you need me to tell you that. And he goes, No, I'm pretty good on that. Thanks. <laughs> and that was it. Now, did you think at that wow. point, like, oh, I overstayed my welcome? No, because no. it was four minutes and he stood up. I did not overstay. <laughs> yeah. I understood. I was like, well, you don't want to talk more? What did I do? Again, what did I, what did I say again wrong? Johnny, you probably in your head were like, I, I don't want to leave. This is yeah. right. I don't, like, I, the, that day I left, same thing went through my head. I did the same thing again. I turned around and I was like, I don't want to leave. I mm-hmm. don't want this to be the last time I come here. And it felt that way because once I went to dinner and then I was there, I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. It's happening. And then you're going, going, going. And then it's silence. It's radio silence for, uh, you know, over a week. And you hear things, you know, I call my agents and they're like, you're still in the mix, you know, as far as we know. And but there's no way of really knowing. And I'm opening for Julian McCullough this past weekend in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And I get to... 
the casino, the Mystic Lake Casino, where I'll be performing. Oh, You've been there. Yeah, I've Great. been there too, yeah. Yeah, and I'm about to walk into the elevator, and this 212 number pops up, and I accidentally hit ignore. Oh, jeez. And I call it back, mm-hmm. and, I, and, and it goes, uh, some woman picks up. She goes, NBC Universal. Oh, God. And I was like, uh, somebody just called me from this number? <laughs> Terrified, right? What do you think? She she goes, This is NBC, sir. Uh, Anybody could have called you. And I was like, Oh, well, I'm expecting a call from Saturday Night Live. And she just hung up. (laughs) Then, hold on. Yeah. Real quick. Okay. Then, I have a voicemail. Oh, my God. Okay. You're going to play it? Yeah. Because, how can I not? Sure. Oh, my God. Then I have this voicemail. Hey, John, I have Lauren Michaels calling for you. <laughs> I'm not going to play the number, but yeah, right. that's pretty much it. What? I'll do it one more time because <laughs> I love it. Hey, John, I have Lauren Michaels calling for you. It's five. It, yeah. it, it, it. Oh, my God. What? And that's the voicemail you that's hear. That's the voicemail I hear. And I call immediately back while my hand yeah. is shaking trying to get the number. Yeah. I call back. John, you're on with Lauren. Uh, we think you'd make a great addition to the cast this year. That's it. You know, like, no, I, right. it's like right into it. And I go, what? <laughs> I was, we think you'd make a really great addition to the cast this year. I was like, it would be the highest honor of my life. And he said, uh, yeah, that's the right answer or something along those lines. And uh, he, he was like, Elixir, you're very funny. You're going to do very well here. We'll get in touch with you about, you know, setting up an office and moving to New York. All right. Take care. That was it. Wow. And then my life changed. <laughs> I, uh, and I, and that, I was in a Minnesota parking lot with all my bags. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> and that was it. And that happened, I would say, from like JFL yeah. to that moment was right. a month. And yeah. That's, fu- oh, that's right. fucking insane. <laughs> dude, it's tough for me not and to now, break down. Now right I'm now. here now. And then Monday, and then I get a text yesterday from the publicist saying, hey, we're going to announce tomorrow morning. So get ready. So just get ready, um, and then yeah, and now you're and now you're going to move to New York, which this week. I mean, really, by the end of this week, I gotta go. You're going. You're going back home. Have you called I Lyft know. to tell them you can't <laughs> work anymore? <laughs> Have you called? Um, oh my! God. And you're this. I mean, you're going home. Like, how pumped is your family? It's just. It's the. I've always said I really wanted to live in New York, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I really wanted a job if I was going to live there an acting gig. Right. And I always said, you know, the dream would be to get SNL and be, be home. <laughs> it's the dream. How it's many times did you dream. say that out loud? I mean, I feel like th- you say that shit. I mean, dreams are dreams. That's why they're dreams. Yes. And don't quote me on that because I've said more profound shit. <laughs> I, think, I think you should get that tattooed as a tramp stamp, Adam. If you dreams are dreams, and, that, and, and that's why they're dreams. <laughs> you know, a thousand percent. Uh, yeah. Adam Ray. Dreams are dreams, and they're pretty chummy. And uh... <laughs> that's a, If you break down what I said, I meant everything of what I just said. I know. Dream, I dreams it. are dreams. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck you guys. But, but I meant. You, but you know what I'm saying? No, totally. That's why they're dreams, because you, you, you talk about them with this. Um, larger than life attitude of where yeah. it doesn't seem feasible ever. Yeah. Right. So when you're saying like, oh, well, the dream would be to live in New York, like this is something that like feels attainable. Yeah, it's like, yeah, my dream would be to have the Scrooge McDuck pool of money. 
Yeah. You know, it just it just feels like saying something like that. Like, oh, yeah, my dream is to live in New York and be on Saturday Night Live. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, that's going to happen. Right. So <laughs> the fact that it's yeah. happening, yeah. I, I mean, that's why I think you are numb. It's like that's it, – and uh, it's just – I don't know, man. It's just like what – what what how what was the possibility of this happening in your head a month ago? A month ago, zero. And then as it was moving forward, I thought you start tasting it, and then you, you want tasting, it so and then you bad. You want it so badly. And I thought I really thought I go. I, you know, I did really well. And there are certain puzzle pieces that make sense to me, but it's. It's such a crazy thought. John, it's such a crapshoot, dude. It's such a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot, dude. For me to even get the Hyundai shit was a, uh, yeah. was a crapshoot. Yeah. To get into the, the 20 people that test is a crapshoot. Right. To, I mean, to, to get the opportunities to work out your set that week while in New York was a crapshoot. So many a, variables. To be yeah, in could New have York. happened a lot quicker. Nassim told me, you know, that she got, she flew out the told her she wasn't going to have to come back and then she landed in LA they told her to come back they needed five new minutes she's writing a new bit on the plane I mean I would have fucking had a panic attack you were already in New York you were comfortable in the surroundings there were a lot of things that yeah that just helped and Um, worked out you know so I mean your your folks will be there at that first episode now let's think about who you I mean now you're going to get to meet some of the craziest people ever you're getting yeah. the, like, Miley Cyrus is hosting the premiere, dude. Schumer, then Tracy Morgan, dude. I know. In oh, his, his comedy comeback. comeback, yeah, his comedy comeback. You're, you're, I'm there you're for some there historical for stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, I just watched. I, I was on the plane coming back uh, from a gig today, and I watched the uh, Chris Farley documentary. And oh, wow. uh, And Mike Myers would say that he made it a point to watch the musical acts rehearse every week like that was his routine because he wouldn't be able to watch it during the show and he knew that holy shit i'm never going to get an opportunity to see this many talented musicians perform ever again yeah so i'm gonna make i'm gonna make it a point to be there and you're gonna have all these moments now whether it be with the musicians the insane musical acts that you're gonna see the hosts that you're gonna meet the parties you're gonna go to the 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 tits you're gonna do cocaine off of it's (laughs) it's just it it, this is this is just so cool and 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 we can't say this enough that it couldn't happen to a better person you're the best this is so i love you guys i mean i i I was getting on a plane to new jersey a couple months back Mm -hmm. it was 5 a.m and I see the back of a midget's head. <laughs> and, uh, this is it true? I go, I only know one. <laughs> so there's like a one in five shot. <laughs> and I go, and I was like, I'm going for it, Brad. Yeah. And he turns around, hey, what are you doing? I'm going, I'm going, and he says, I'm playing a, I'm playing a comedy club in New Brunswick, New Jersey all yeah. weekend. Stress you, factory. Stress factory. And I said, well, that's where I'm from. And he said, do you want to come and, and, and open for me? And he let me open for him. You, you, yeah. guys, you guys have always been the best. And well, well, it's it's karma. It, 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 it's karma, dude. We we yeah. can't we can't be dicks to a guy like you. That's just so genuine and so good. And 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 you're you're one of those lights that when you walk into a room, you're like, oh, cool, Johnson. Like no one ever sees you walk in and go, oh, fucking John. Yeah, oh, like good. no one well, ever. Like, nice well, 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 maybe maybe now. Well, maybe, maybe this, now. Maybe this. <laughs> like you warned me. Yeah, by maybe, the way. maybe the staff at Lyft. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, dude, we're not dicks, and we came up no, you're uh, and we had people look out for us and yeah, give us some absolutely. helpful things, and all we're doing is paying it forward, and. And it's just more fun if you go through this whole process being supportive and being excited for stuff around you. It's tough to get to a place um, 
because we all deal with it, where you can just uh, full on not uh, have that competitive mindset because it is a competitive business <clears throat> and to compare yourself to, to your friends and whatever. And once you can get to a place to where you're just like, man, I'm on a different path than than him, than her, than him, her. Uh, and um, yeah, just we include everybody. Yeah. And uh <laughs> You know, it's it's just you grow more. You just you you find what you bring to the table too. That's that's different. Yeah, dude. You know, and, and you start to focus more on your shit. That's and That's exciting because like, you're like, you, you, what are you going to be upset? They do a different thing than you do. Yeah, nobody mm -hmm. nobody's doing that dance. Nobody can do that dance. Otherwise, they would have done it. But that's why I got. That's <clears> when I think I started getting excited and less bitter when I was, you know. When I you found something that I'm John Ranitsky can do, yeah. and, and dude, you took a yeah. turn, and it's a, the timing is perfect because you you made a turn by taking that risk, and dude, to now go to a show where taking a risk on a big level like that could really pay off. Like it's uh, you're going in with a great amount of momentum, confidence wise. Yeah. So my only advice is. If when you impersonate me in the opening sketch, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I already said for sure. Yeah, yeah. just make sure that <laughs> for make sure, sure that you get uh, a great hair wig. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but number two, like, don't lose that that um, the balls that you have. Yeah. Like, um, as far as like taking risk, because look where it got you, man. Yeah. You know, like that's. This is pretty I, wild. I make out with Terry Kill on the first well, day. If this goes well, uh, uh, yeah, I will absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If this goes well, uh, this will be a cool interview. If if I'm back in a, if I'm back in a year, this will be so depressing. Though. If you're back at Lyft and we're back here, do, yeah. you definitely won't have me on the well, show. Well, we'll 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 do like a behind the music type podcast where we'll be like, he had everything, the world at his fingertips. He was no longer driving for Lyft. He could walk into a bathroom and use hair gel without even asking, because his dreams were just dreams, and that's why they're dreams, and now they're nightmares. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Uh, also, one last piece of advice. Yeah. Find a way to write in a midget into a sketch. Please. Yeah. Please. Because, because, because let's be honest, that hasn't happened yet. No. Has it? I don't think so. Have you auditioned for SNL? No, I've never, I've, I've never done it. You're and not going to tell me if he writes that in and, and Brad's already out there shooting his show for who no, called No, we got to have it. We got to have it. I mean. You, you're going to be out there shooting Deadbeat? Yep. I'll Amazing. When? Yeah, uh, in the fall. We'll hang out. Damn right. Uh, hey, I'm coming out there, too, because out. we're going to get Doogie. Neil Patrick is uh, Harris is doing the podcast. Are you headlining anywhere? I'd love to open for you. <laughs> hey, I'd love to open for you. <laughs> Cut to. <laughs> Obviously, dude. And from, I mean, yes. Let, let we me... never got to do that show at Gotham. I know. We will. But now it'll be, you know, John. It was going to be Pete John Davidson, Rinesky right? Presents. Yeah, you, me, and Pete Davidson. How cool that And now you're going to, do you know Pete? No, no, but he sent a really nice tweet out today. He's, I've so gotten cool. to be real chummy with him. We're great pals. I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to love him. You're going to love him. He's going to love you. You're going to love Beck and Kyle. Uh, talk to Kate cause, and Leslie because, uh, you know, just did the GBs with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, gonna, yeah. Everyone's going to love you, dude, and you're going to crush. Be John Radinsky, and everything's going to be great. Oh, I love you. I'm so fucking proud of you. I love I'm you, so, I, I haven't been this excited in a long time. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. When Cool Runnings came out on DVD. <laughs> that was a while ago. Okay. Well, then, well, hey, it's been a while since it's been that excited. Yeah. But so I didn't know it that? came out on DVD until <laughs> yeah. a couple of years ago. 
<laughs> wow. He just found it in the Walmart bin yeah, yeah. like two weeks ago, and all of the all of the voice. You didn't think to go on Amazon. Yeah. I I could play the voicemail of that, and it and it will bring tears to our eyes just the same way. Adam, it's actually you, Lauren Michaels yeah. calling. Adam, you have Lauren Michaels. You also have Best Buy from La Cienega <laughs> to tell you that we found it in the bin. Oh, see, I thought it was Lauren Michaels calling. Hey, did you know that uh, Cool Runnings is out on DVD and Blu-ray? John Candy, good friend of mine. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, well, the uh, special features are really <laughs> Your audition now is going to be something that people look up. Whatever. I don't want to keep. I don't want to get down that path anymore. You're going. It's gonna I got to do well. We got to remember. I got to yeah, do well. Yeah. Look how good his audition was. Why didn't he do a fucking sketch? It's not going to happen. Um, you're going to crush it. So pumped. You Thanks leave. Thanks for having uh, me. Good yes. luck moving and getting all that together. Mm-hmm. Finding a place, it's exciting. Or are you just going to stay with the folks? No, no, no. I'm going to find a place. Yeah, you got to. I'm going to get a place in the city. I'm going to yeah. do this life. Um, I love but it. they're putting me up in a hotel while I look, which is pretty cool. So that'll be nice. Dude, wow. That's amazing. TV uh, life. TV life. John, um, congratulations. We love you. <laughs> this is just a bit of bananas. This, this is, is bananas. fucking bananas. And I, and I say this uh, don't forget the little people. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> Hilarious. Um, wait, your Have Twitter? you not used that one before? <laughs> not not here. Wait, how did that take so long for you to use that line? Yeah, Jesus. Dude. Oh, my God. I don't you know. Call yourself a comedian? I feel like that should be your catchphrase. I was saving it. Make a shirt. Uh, Twitter. Twitter. Uh, John Rudnitsky, uh, J-O-N-R-U-D-N-I-T-S-K-Y. He just bought at I never t- I never, SNL 41, I never tweet. Though. I need to tweet now. I Guys are tweeting now. I'm getting a lot of followers today. I Instagram more than anything. You do. Yeah. And that's at John Rudnitsky. Oh, it's on, all John Rudnitsky. Yeah, yeah, right. um, yeah. I don't know if you have a website. Oh, yeah. JohnRudnitsky.com. Okay, there right. you go. And, and, and that's all my, all my YouTube videos. That's Look up stuff John's YouTube videos because that's a great intro. And into... some of them are with uh, you, and uh, they're great. One of my most favorite videos that I've been a part of is with you. The Wine we Guys. we wrote together, The Wine Guys. I love that video. <laughs> YouTube Wine Guys. It's John and I playing um, uh, sommeliers, I guess. Sommelier and cheese uh, yeah. connoisseurs. Uh, this is also great, John, because one of the many show ideas we've had. Your we phone fi- has not stopped buzzing. We can finally. Time. This is so cool. It's it's insane. It's, <laughs> I, I can't even believe what you're going to go back to right now. I'm going to just sit in a room and I, cause I respond, go I'm going to respond to people. I got yeah, to respond. Do it, man. Not that I wouldn't respond. I mean, like I would. Re- I want to respond to everybody. And do it now them. because there's going to come a time where you just can't. What, like so, when you're getting three, four, five episodes deep, you're not going to be able to respond to everybody. Yeah. Because you're yeah. going to be so fucking busy, dude. The amount of work that Beck has described to me is, uh, it's a lot, but it's awesome, you know? But you want to, like, also, you want to be locked into it. Oh, if yeah. you're sitting in the writer's room, like, always responding to your ex-girlfriend to be no, like, I'm it's just... awesome, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't have time for that. Picture me, yeah, Miley. Pi- yeah. <laughs> no, man, save that for the Insta. Oh, man, I'm right. curious about all the ex-girlfriends. <laughs> You can't help but be right. Some, you might get like a fifth grade ex girlfriend coming out of the woodwork. It's like, we, I we, thought you like, were going to say you might get a fifth grade coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> Jesus, Adam, you sick fuck, Jared over here. Um, I <laughs> love you. No, <laughs> who's that? You're Tony Danza. Oh, I think okay, I don't cool. know. Well, you know what? You just basically did, and that's a fair uh, thing for you to just do because some people go, they go, "Here's my Adam Ray." They go, "Hey, what's up? I'm Adam Ray. Here's my Tony Danza." Hey, what's up? It's me, Tony Danza. I'm like, all right, we are different. That's great. That's great. Um, I love you. I'll I see you in New you. York. This is the best. This is the, so exciting. Thanks and, for, um, thanks and for the, letting the, documenting it with me. <laughs> this is incredible. Are you kidding me? To have selfishly, uh, this is amazing, dude. Because uh, now you're going to listen to this um, when when you're in rehab and go, ah, oh, look at all, <laughs> look at all the hope. <laughs> 
and you're going to be sitting in the corner by yourself going, live from New York. I'm just outside a 30 Rock with a fucking fedora filled with change. Looking at headshots of Brad, <laughs> saying to yourself, dreams are dreams, and that's why they're dreams. And I stand by those words, by yeah, the way. Yeah, as right. you should. Uh, I love you. Love you guys. Bye, Johnny. Bye. So, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them that Brad Williams and Adam Ray can help you get through the fucking day. Just follow us on Twitter at Funny Brad and I'm at Adam Ray Comedy. This has been the About Last Night Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's me, Tony Danza. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the About Last Night Podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.